Good morning. Please be seated. It's a beautiful day. Um, I'm glad you're here with us. When I hear this gospel lesson today, what strikes me is the whispering, whisper, whisper, and the hiding in the dark. And it occurs to me, or as I was thinking about these images, that there are really two reasons for whispering and hiding in the dark, fear and shame. Now, it occurred to me at 8 o'clock when I was talking that there is one other reason, and that's surprises, right? We hide in the dark, and we jumped out, jump out, and we say, surprise. But those whispers and hiding have a really different vibe. The whispers in dark corners in today's readings are more ominous. Whispers in dark corners, fear and shame. Jesus says, Have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret will not become known. In other words, fear not. Truth will out. He goes on to say, What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Speak up. Speak out. Don't be afraid of the truth. Jesus is a truth teller, and he calls us to be truth tellers too. But he knows that truth telling comes at a price. Now, I'm going to tell a little story that I did not tell at eight, but because um, it's a little, it's a little vulnerable. But it's what I've been thinking about the most this week. Um, so my mother was a wonderful person in many ways. But I jokingly say, although it isn't really funny, that she had a difficult relationship with the truth. She lived in a state of denial to the world, but perhaps most tragically to herself. Denial of truth is an insidious form of dishonesty because we seek most to fool ourselves. My mother sucked everyone around her into a fantasy world of perfection and lies big lies, little lies, insignificant lies, and life-altering, gut-wrenching, soul-stealing lies. I grew up in a world of secrets, of whispers, and things hidden in the dark. And that was my reality, living in a false world she had created, afraid to call her out for fear that the walls would crumble around her walls she had so carefully constructed, and that we would likely all be destroyed. And so I lived in fear and shame, knowing that I was complicit in her lies, knowing that I too lied, but afraid to do anything differently. And this tension between truth and fear of the truth continued to live deep within me. I've spent more than half a century trying to live my own life differently, to live an honest life, to most of all be honest with myself. But my instinct is to pad the truth, to soften reality, to deny those things that challenge my own perception of who I am, sometimes a little white lie that just makes life easier and sometimes bigger lies, but mostly to myself. And that commitment to live my truth, to live with integrity, is ultimately, I think, how I landed here in this pulpit. I took vows and committed my life to doing the hard 
work of truth-telling, to live a conscious life. Jesus calls us to speak our truth, to stand up for what we believe. So here I am, bruised and broken, but here, doing the work day by day. We speak the truth in how we live, how we love one another, but for me, the work of truth-telling includes speaking the truth out loud. It terrifies me, honestly. Jesus warns us not to always expect a warm reception or a thank you. Facing the truth, speaking the truth can be extremely difficult. It can be painful. But nothing destroys the soul like whispering in the dark. Jesus knew that speaking the truth would be hard, and he recognized the power and the threat of fear, that if he didn't help harness that, excuse me, that fear in his followers, it could lead to the downfall, to the failure of his mission of love and peace, of creating the beloved community. Fear lives in the dark. So Jesus brought it into the light and exhorted his disciples to do the same. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light. And what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Speak your truth out loud. In the end, the truth will win. So be on the side of truth. Do not live in fear. He reminded them, with this beautiful image, God holds the sparrows in loving hands as God holds us. When you speak the truth that people don't want to hear, they will often vilify you. They may hate you. This is the reality for the disciples if they speak up. This fear, their fear, wasn't unreasonable. Being a follower of Jesus was a risky thing to do. Being outspoken about it was asking for trouble. It's hard to imagine the suffering that these followers of Jesus would encounter for loving and telling the world about their God. But just as Jesus had been mocked and persecuted... So would his followers. But fear not. God knows their hearts and loves them. God knows your hearts and loves you. You are held in God's hand. Trust in God's love because if you live in fear and in shame, you will shy away from the work you're called to do. This is Jesus' Jesus's truth-telling at its best, raw and unvarnished, because when you stand up, and speak out for what you believe, people get angry, and people reject you, and people walk away from you. Jesus didn't pull any punches when warning his disciples what they were getting into, and he asked them to do the same, speak truth to power. Jesus goes on to say, do not think that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Not peace, but a sword. Wait, hold on. That doesn't feel right, right? feels antithetical to Jesus' message, the Prince of Peace. Isn't that right? But when I hear that, I bristle. It just doesn't make sense. But if I'm honest, I know it to be true. There is no peace with oppression, with the patriarchal system that thrives on power over and a world rife with judgment and isms, 
and calling those things out, revealing what is rotten at the core of our world, creates discord. That's what happens when the truth gets told, when the truth is let loose, when the truth is spoken out loud. The walls we have so carefully constructed may come tumbling down. Maybe they need to come tumbling down. Jesus didn't want to plant acrimony in the world for the sake of acrimony, but in order to create a more just world. It's hard to maintain peace when hard truths are actually being said, when light shines on truths we don't want to face. The truths Jesus asks us to speak may well cause upset. He didn't promise that this work would be easy or stress-free but that this work would be unsettling and disruptive to the status quo. Jesus came to shake up the system, and resistance was and is inevitable. Bringing hard truths to light is necessary to reveal the lies, to expose the evil, to the corruption, and the hatred that holds humanity hostage. Jesus invites us to a new world order that rejects the oppressive structures of this world, Fear not. God loves us too much to allow us to live in dark corners. We're invited into a beloved community founded on God's peace. It just may hurt to get there. God's peace is built on equality and justice rather than oppression. God's peace is built on love rather than power. God's peace is built on truth rather than fear. God's peace is built on our shared humanity rather than our individual egos. The gospel promises true peace to those who suffer, to those in need of healing, to those marginalized, to those demonized, to those oppressed. If I call into question the systems that thrive on fear and injustice and oppression of others, can you hear me? Are you willing to listen, to have that conversation? We hide hard truths in the dark, afraid to look at them or talk about them. Racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, colonialism, slavery. Things we stick away in dark corners hoping to never really look at them. And these hidden truths hurt us in untold ways. Generational trauma, mental health, suicide, abuse, gun violence, violence of all kinds, addiction. We don't want to talk about them because we don't all agree on the details. We don't want to offend. Shining a light is hard and will be met with resistance, but the kind of peace the gospel promises requires us to bring the hard stuff into the light. We live, we live in a broken world dealing with the same brokenness that Jesus experienced in his lifetime, and it feels sometimes like we haven't made any progress in our work to build beloved community. But we have. We should acknowledge the wins we've made. In our country alone, the abolishment of slavery, the right to vote for all people, mostly writing laws on the books that enshrined our isms at least lip service to the idea that all people are created equal. And the progress we have made towards a more just world has met with resistance along the way. I believe we are in a time of great resistance. 
And it's important to acknowledge the fear behind that resistance, the fear inherent in change and growth. And so we must speak truth, truth to power, but we must do it as Jesus did in the most loving way, without judgment, with open hearts and open minds. We need to be able to have hard conversations, speak our truths with one another without attacking or vilifying or shunning one another. My hope that is that as a faith community committed to spreading love, we will find a way to have these hard conversations with love and respect. We will open our hearts and minds to one another to show the world that we know how to love one another, even when our truths are vastly different. This is our work. For far too long, we have played it safe, talked around the edges of hard stuff, glossed over what Jesus is telling us in this passage, rather than acknowledging that he meant exactly what he said. Being truth-tellers and peacemakers is hard work, but that is the work of creating God's beloved community, a community that expects justice, asks for righteousness, demands value and regard for all people, a community built on God's love and peace. So don't be afraid. Just as God holds the sparrows in loving hands, our lives are held too. God's love provides the foundation on which the beloved community is built. God is with us, so trust God. And trust one another. We have our work cut out for us, but I believe in us. I know we can do the work, the hard work of created, creating beloved community together. Amen.